Remember Harry Potter, remember Hogwarts, remember all those houses into which we all are sorted. Harry and Draco, Hermione and Ron, Dumbledore and Snape, Hagrid and McGonagall, we're gonna remember. Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not spoiler free. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. This is Marin. This is Emily. And this is Remember Remember Harry Potter. And on today's episode of Remember Harry Potter, we are talking about the little-known, very important character named Armando Dippet. And I do say that with a Spanish accent, sincerely. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, He's definitely British or Irish. (laughs) Then why did they name him Armando? (laughs) It's a good question. You can't be named that if you're just British. Are you ready for some news? Yeah, I love news. This guy was 355 years old when he died. I am really angry about that. And he died in this my year of birth, 1992. What'd you do? Well, he simply died not two months after I was born. Oh, dang it. I was really hoping you were reincarnated. I was too, but alas, (laughs) I was Uh, not meant to be. I was going to force that. But it's not, it's not true. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about Armando Dippet. And if you guys are like, who the heck? We did just talk about him in our last chapter episode. He was headmaster of Hogwarts right before dear old Dumbledore. Damn, I cannot wait to learn how long, how many of those 300 and whatever years that he was the headmaster. Uh, where are we getting our information from? Oh, from our favorite website, harrypotter.fandom.com. It's so good, you guys. The Harry Potter wiki. Literally, it has everything I have ever needed on it. So (laughs) go get lost on this website. It's so good. For sure. Okay, so we're going to start with Armando's biography, specifically his early life. Armando Dippet was born in October 1637. And it is likely that he attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. If so, he must have been sorted into either Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, or Ravenclaw, but certainly not Slytherin in 1649. The ambiguity is everything to me. I love it. (laughs) If he went through his magical education at Hogwarts, he would have graduated at the age of 18 in 1656. 
I doubt it. <laughs> what he did after his graduation is unknown, although Armando Dippet seemed to have been held in high regard in his old age, since he was eventually chosen and offered the job of being headmaster of Hogwarts, though it is unknown whether he ever took up a teaching post prior to this assignment. Remind me of what year he was born. 16... Blah, 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 blah. Do you think... That he and Carlisle Cullen. <laughs> 1637. <gasps> Isn't that the very year or like the year after Carlisle Cullen got turned into a vampire? I'm not going to sit here and pretend I remember what year Carlisle Cullen became a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason that I even vaguely know that is because that is also the years-ish that William Shakespeare was writing his plays. And so when I heard that that was Carlyle's time and I was like, that's, that's Shakespeare's time. And now that is also Armando's time. And mm-hmm. I'm very pleased about this <laughs> converging of, of just great humans, mm-hmm. you know, really funny people, mm-hmm. stalwart, good humans. <laughs> I can't. I'm delighted. <clears throat> Early years. Professor Dippet became headmaster. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. This is awful. <clears throat> <laughs> per- became headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in the early 20th century at over 200 years old. I apologize, but if you're anywhere near 200 years old, you shouldn't be in charge of anything. <laughs> The that fact- was like barely that was like just over half of his lifespan though you know yeah he was just a wee pup he was like 40 yeah exactly right. that's nor that's like young to be honest why, why is he so old <laughs> <laughs> okay so he's really just middle-aged yeah middle of his aged my chin is like squished so far into my neck <laughs> i can't i'm like kermit the frog but i don't i'm just I'm opposed to having senior citizens in office. <laughs> I do agree with that. Like, look how poorly it is serving us right now. Yeah. Practically, we need someone from every age, I'd say. And every gender. I'd say. Across the spectrum, please. And every nationality Just, represented in your nation, I'd say. Let's do away with nations. Let's get rid of humans. Okay. Wait, <laughs> too far. That's... High five, Emily. <laughs> How do we feel about things right now? (laughs) In his position, it is possible he was responsible for the employment of Horace Slughorn, Herbert Beery, Sylvanus Kettleburn. Kettleburn was the care of magical creatures teacher, right? I don't know. (laughs) It is also known that he was responsible for hiring Minerva McGonagall, having offered her a, quote, Job in the Transfiguration Department under head of department Albus Dumbledore, unquote. He may have immediately succeeded Phineas Nigelus. How do you say that word? Nigelus. Okay. Phineas Nigelus Black as headmaster after his death in 1925. If so, Dippet would have sent students home early in the following year and increased the security of Hogwarts in the response to the threat from Gellert Grindelwald. Can I just like sidebar here for a minute? No, we don't do that. (laughs) Do you remember how we were talking about how Voldemort was a 
student at Hogwarts between 1938 and 1945. And I did not make the... <laughs> I did not make the connection that that was really literally during World War II. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Now I remember getting those messages. So as well. <laughs> our friend, our our brilliant friend Jen, sent us a message about how because of that he would have been greatly inspired by Hitler and all of that <laughs> stuff that was going on. <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, what the hell is wrong with me?" That I did not make that connection. Also, the connection that I didn't make that it would have been very, very dangerous for him to be out in the world at that time as a teenager. He would have either been killed in the streets because people were literally having to hide in bomb shelters and stuff like that. So it would have been safest for him to be at the orphanage. Anything else about that? Um, My only thought is that that only makes sense if we assume that our muggle history is included in the Harry Potter world because Harry lives with the Dursleys and never once is it mentioned that there's any kind of world war. <laughs> the only like terrible thing that happens to the Dursleys is the drought, right? That, well, I hold and it on. It's really hot. I think part of the reason behind that is because the Dursleys are rich white people. And That's so true. Their privilege is top of the line, and they don't have to worry about anything other than how hot it is and how dry their lawn is. Um, but somebody like. Tom Riddle, as a teenager, would have been very underprivileged living in an orphanage. And the only option for him would have been to just go back to that effing orphanage. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. And I do like to look at it like that. I'm terrible at history. I couldn't tell you Uh, when or where anything happens. Obviously, me too. So (laughs) that's not the first place my brain goes is like, what was actually happening in the real world? Because I just... And living in London, there were a lot of uh, really, really, really scary things happening. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Jen, for that. Yeah, good (laughs) memory. Other insightful thing that you said to us. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. So in 25, there would have been the threat from Gellert Grindelwald going on and happening. Okay. I just want everybody to know that the next section is called... Christmas pantomime. Fun. I don't know what that means, but I can't wait to find out. I'm guessing this is from a video game. Oh, shoot. Question mark. But I'm still going to read it. Okay. okay. <laughs> During Dippet's tenure as, as, as headmaster, Herbert Beery, then Herbology Master, proposed an adaptation of The Fountain of Fair Fortune as a Christmas treat both for staff and students. The show, however, was a fiasco. (laughs) The students playing Amada and Sir Luckless had been boyfriend and girlfriend until one hour before the show, (gasps) at which point Sir Luckless dumped her for Asha. (laughs) This is scandalous. (laughs) During the play, the engorged Ashwinder portraying the worm provided by the reckless Professor... Kettleburn exploded in a shower of hot sparks and dust, filling the great hall with smoke and fragments of the scenery. What the fuck are you talking about? While the Ashwinder's eggs set fire to the floorboards, uh, Mata and Asha started dueling fiercely. Professor Beery was caught in the crossfire and his head assumed unusual proportions. 
While the staff evacuated the Great Hall, the fire raging inside it threatened to engulf the place. If this is what history of Hogwarts is about, (laughs) I want that book. Oh, to be a human at Hogwarts. (laughs) Of course, there were several people sent to the hospital wing, and Professor Dippet had to put Professor Kettleburn in one of his 62 periods of probation. In response to this dramatic fiasco, Professor Dippet imposed a blanket ban on future pantomimes, a tradition that is still followed by the Hogwarts staff and students to this day. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. As a theater teacher, <laughs> as a former theater teacher, no. It is not Kettleburn's fault that those kids <laughs> went crazy, that there was a breakup. I've been in this play. I've been in this situation where there's like these two leads. They're playing the couple. They break up right before they have to go on stage. These things happen. It is not the teacher's fault. I guarantee that he Kettleburn is up back there waving his arms throwing blankets on fires trying to put everything out and it's not his fault i i summarily dismiss him having to be put in the 60 second <laughs> parallel stationary period probationary. what the hell what is were the going other on? 61 times about i do wonder <laughs> hold on i have some tips okay. i think for the next year number one don't let the students performing have their wands on them have any magic that needs to happen be performed by a teacher on the side of the stage yes uh-huh, um, stage hand yeah. you put your wands in the bucket before you go on stage yeah also were there not any tech students behind the scenes that could have learned aguamente if you're going to be having fire in your stage <laughs> I, I feel like fire yeah. safety might have been a good thing to talk about before performing I just am offended that he got in trouble <laughs> for this all I'm saying is I do want all the drama that's ever hop- happened at Hogwarts, and I'm delighted for this story, even <laughs> though I don't know who, what, when, why, how, or who, what, when, why, how. Very delightful. It's Very fun. happy that it happened. Sad that they had to ban it. Agreed. Afterwards. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Chamber of Secrets openings. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there is a quote here. From Dippet regarding the closing Hogwarts after the Chamber of Secrets is open, he said, my dear boy, you must see how foolish it would be of me. So he's talking to Tom Riddle about having to go back to the orphanage. You must see how foolish it would be of me to allow you to remain at the castle when term ends, particularly in light of the recent tragedy, the death of that poor little girl. You will be safer by far at your orphanage. As a matter of fact, the Ministry of Magic is even now talking about closing the school. We are no nearer locating the er, source of all this unpleasantness. Dippet was the headmaster of Hogwarts when the Chamber of Secrets was opened by Tom Riddle during the 1942 to 1943 school year. Very fond of Riddle. Mm. Dippet was unaware of his sinister... Unaware of his... Why didn't Dumbledore tell him? Dumbledore knew. Dumbledore likes to keep his secrets for himself. Well, go on then. Keep your secrets. (laughs) 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 That school year, many students were attacked by Salazar Slytherin's Basilisk. Ugh, awful. On 13th June of the same year, a student named Myrtle Warren was murdered in a bathroom during one of the chamber's openings by Riddle. After realizing that no one had seen Myrtle for a couple of hours, Professor Dippet asked fellow student Olive Horn... No! 
Don't go tell Olive to go find her friend if the chamber's been open and you haven't... Oh, no. Olive had to go find and look for Myrtle. Oh, gosh. Myrtle's muggle father and mother were summoned to the school by Dippet, and the headmaster faced the possibility of closing the school. Dippet also rejected Tom's request of staying at school over the summer holidays due to the situation, but would have given him special permission if the school were much safer. Not wanting the school to close, or possibly not wanting to return to the orphanage, Riddle stopped attacking students with the chamber's basilisk and framed Rubius Hagrid for the attacks, in which Dippet then promptly expelled Hagrid. Under Albus Dumbledore's request, Hagrid was trained as gamekeeper and allowed to remain at the school. Dumbledore. Again. <laughs> the look on Emily's face about the next section. <laughs> Emily got the fun ones this time. Uh, yeah, they do an exchange visit with this uh, Brazilian wizarding school, which has a cool <laughs> name, but I would butcher it. Okay. And... I'll read it. Okay. Okay, the... The, Bra- the Brazilian school is called Castelo Bruxo. Sure. Thank you. And, okay, so they have, like, the student named uh, something come over to their school. <laughs> and um, Dippet's telling them about how they have this poltergeist named Peeves. <laughs> uh, this other professor from the other school laughs and is like, I'll send you some of my insert item or plant here and then you'll know what trouble really is <laughs> and professor Dippet's like no thank you we're good with just our poltergeist <laughs> what so the the brazilian headmaster was like you want trouble i'll give you my trouble yeah <laughs> Dippet's like nah i like my trouble anyway that's nothing let's get to this is another good part to know Um, which is Tom Riddle's job application. So there is a quote from sometime, probably book five, and it goes like this. Professor Dippet told him that he was too young at 18, but invited him to reapply in a few years if he still wished to teach. I had advised Armando against the appointment. I did not give the reasons I have given you, for Dippet was very fond of Voldemort and convinced of his honesty, but I did not want Lord Voldemort back at this school and especially not in a position of power. That is Dumbledore talking to Harry. So it says, When Tom Riddle returned to Hogwarts after his graduation to apply for the post of Professor of the Defense Against the Dark Arts, Dippet denied him the position for being too young and invited him to reapply in a few years despite being advised against it by Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore at the time had realized Riddle's true intentions, but did not include them as his reasons for denying him the job, as Professor Dippet was very fond of him and believed that he was completely honest. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let's talk about his (laughs) (laughs) death and post-mortem. Fun. Uh, Let's see. Oh, man. I just want everybody to know that Rita Skeeter wrote a book called Armando Dippet, Master or Moron. (laughs) Okay, so Professor Dippet's term as headmaster ended between March 1965 and March 1971. Ended between those years? (laughs) We're real unclear exactly about this guy. (laughs) His immediate successor in the post was Professor Albus Dumbledore, who had been Dippet's head of transfiguration. I don't know why I'm so delighted about this. 
<laughs> the prominence of Dippet's tenure as headmaster is highlighted by the fact that he even got a chocolate frog card made in his effigy due to his work as chief administrator at Hogwarts. At some point, Rita Skeeter published her best-selling biography titled Armando Dippet, Master or Moron, which, given its title and Skeeter's own brand of sensationalist writing, elsewhere described as one-quarter truth to three-quarters rubbish, it can be reasonably assumed that it contained false, defamatory information or otherwise facts taken out of context. In the 1st of September 1992 edition of The Evening Prophet, he was being suspected of causing an accident only a month before his ancient age flying test <laughs> on, his <laughs> on his 355th birthday. Dippet died in late 1992. <laughs> ancient what flying test? Ancient age flying test. And it has a link... Hold on a sec. After his death, the late headmaster was allowed to leave behind an imprint of himself in the form of a portrait mounted on the wall of the headmaster's office, along with other revered headmasters and headmistresses. In doing this, he effectively ensured that he, in some capacity, could continue to posthumously serve the school by sharing his knowledge with his successors in office as a final service to his beloved school. The portrait he left behind presents him as very dignified and solemn-looking, while attired in long, majestic robes of blue and bronze. In 1995, he scorned the portrait of Phineas Nigellus Black, who was feigning tiredness in order to avoid going to 12 Grimald Place like Dumbledore asked him to. He was devoted to serving whoever was headmaster. I think that's beautiful. Now, just one sec. Oh, well, I do have just while you're looking that up. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he was a Ravenclaw if he decided to wear blue and bronze colored robes for his, uh, his, portrait. his portrait. Yeah, I agree. I just real quick, I want to tell you guys about the ancient age flying test. <laughs> or should this be the bonus zone? <laughs> yes, it should, because it's very short. OK, cool. OK, hold on. We'll go back to our. <laughs> I think that's about all there is to this guy. OK. <laughs> I think there was one more section, but I accidentally clicked off of it. Did it seem important? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was it. It did seem like a little bit interesting. So yeah, maybe I love learning about this guy, who I didn't even remember existed twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, it's just physical description. Oh personality yes, personality and traits. Oh okay. Oh, his personality and traits is very long. Well, maybe we can. There's no other time to do another episode about him. We'll part to him next okay. week. <laughs> I really like him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. All right. Well, then if you'd... Oh, I do have one really adorable. The cutest owl post I think I've ever seen. Fun. In all of our owl posts. Now, this owl post is from our friend Stacia. Stacia is a young teenager <laughs> who, when I first found out that she was listening to our podcasts, I was a little concerned, but I met her last year and she's delightful and one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And Stacia says, hey, I just got caught up with the podcast. I wanted you to know that Remember Harry Potter is the best podcast I've listened to. Aw, thanks, Stacia. Stacia, I love so you. <laughs> I love you so much. Say hi to your uh, sister, Jaylee, and say hi to your dad. And uh, thank you for listening and for always, always being supportive of us and all we do. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us <laughs> on this really fun episode, if I do say so myself. 
we are grateful for you and we can't wait to see you next time until we see each other again. Well, let's create something magical together. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was my ghost. Bye. 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 You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus video, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberHarryPotterPodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you.